0: You're listening to The Wonder Folk, a podcast nestled in the North Georgia mountains, inspired by the pursuit of adventure, living simply, and the people and places we love. Today, we sit down with Luke Dilbeck, folk apothic at Deep Roots Orchard. They are purveyors of all organic and wild harvested herbs, mountain medicinals, local produce, mountain knowledge, and all things folk. They produce small batch products grown, harvested, and created in the hills and hollers of southern Appalachia. They are old school by choice and believe in a simpler way of life. Sit by the fire, have a cup of tea, shop for a bit, take a yoga class, swap a few stories.
1: Now here's Luke. been doing this kind of stuff for as long as I can remember. Um, Memo grew up just up the road uh, a little bit, and this has all been family land for generations. And when I was little, Papal would work in the garage, and Memo would work in the gardens. And my cousin Jody learned how to fix engines, and I learned how to grow things. And both of them would teach me uh, you know, we would head out to Tumbling Creek in the springtime and gather plants, and in, in the summer. Uh, and I just I listened and uh, fell in love with being outside. I fell in love with making things, uh, little mountain medicines that uh, would always help because Lord knows she would shove those down my throat as a kid, and but they worked, you know. So. Um, When my wife started her yoga studio in Blue Ridge, I always said that uh, because we worked for people and places and stuff like that, I said, if the building comes available, I will do what I want to do in life. And um, you know, you gotta watch what you say to the universe because it listens. And uh, so the opportunity came and we we started. And we started small and we started around the same time as Wonder and uh, it's just, I don't know. We've been blessed. It's it's grown. Uh, we moved from Blue Ridge to here. Um, the opportunity to take over the orchard. Uh, this is an old family orchard. It's been around for sixty-five years. Yeah. And so we, when they were ready to retire, my family we stepped in, and that's kind of how we we started. And 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 the goal is. The goal is to remember your roots so everything you see here is we either grow or wild harvest we make 98 percent of what you see in here um and then we we sell and we try to keep things to where everyone whether you know you drink your tea with a pinky up in your highfalutin or if you are scrounging and eating cornbread every day that everyone there's something for everybody
0: that's so cool, and just I, I'm seeing like so many different facets of what you do here. Could you tell us a little bit of, about like, I see like you, the yoga studios, mm-hmm. like the orchards happening. You have folkopathic, like as that continues to grow, I see candles. I see like amazing collections of things that are happening. Yeah, could you just kind of tell tell us a bit about how that has grown and kind of where you see that going and
1: areas that you'd sure. like to get in and yeah. So. Uh, my wife has done yoga and um that has grown significantly we were terrified when we moved from blue ridge to here in the middle of nowhere we were so scared that no one would come visit us and um we're actually busier here than we were in blue ridge okay not today but uh we're busier she does COVID change things and how we had to start doing things and she started offering Classes online, and now she has just as many online as she does in the studio. Um, the folk, uh, folk has grown, and we want to continue to be able to offer things to people. And when the um, hiring the right people can be very hard, um, and keeping the right people can be can be hard. But when we find those people, we hold on to them. You know, we treat them well and hold on. And when we have those people, we're able to offer workshops and classes. Um, we do a medicine-making course each year. There's an immersion course that we're trying to get going. And all of the paperwork is done. It's just finding the time. We do free movie nights, like there's one tonight. Um, we gather down in the holler and show it on the screen we it's free to whoever wants to come bring your lawn chairs your blankets and the coolest thing i saw is people brought pool floats to lay on with the little cup holders in them that I'll was bet. smart and we just enjoy a movie once a month uh, we have festivals each year and just different classes to teach people uh, old mountain ways you know okay. and the movie tonight is deliverance
0: oh good to know
1: classic <laughs> definitely a classic uh, the orchard Uh, It's just I grew up in the trees here Mm -hmm. and loved it from the time I was a kid. And so when the chance came and my family was ready to retire from it, um, the kids didn't... They're doing their own thing. And so he was like, Luke, do you want to do this? And remember what I said about the universe when you get your... yeah. Yeah, so it was time. And we stepped in. And I have not... It's a lot more work than I remembered it being. Uh, But the goal for everything is to continue for folk to grow, to continue helping people, continue teaching people how to do things on their own. I know that may be counterproductive to business, but it's important that folks know how to make their own stuff. We teach people how to grow their own vegetables, how to tend their gardens. Um, And then... The bakery opens in, oh, next week. And so it's a full-fledged bakery and we're offering little little lunches, so to say, you know, while Mm -hmm. trying to stay under the ag department. Um, You know how you go to an orchard and you go and there's always a million people at some of these and there are hundreds of acres of trees. They're growing apples to, to sell, to wholesale to the public. Mm-hmm. That's not what we want to do. We are about the experience Love that. It's coming here, it's bringing your family, it's creating traditions. So cool. It's grabbing a fried pie or a lunch and picnicking in the orchard. Mm-hmm. And that's what we long-term want to be, is just a place of experiences. All the things I loved as a kid, mm-hmm. we want to share. So we do the movies, we do the fire on the mountain, the music and the holler, and we cook for you, and we roast a fire, we tell stories, and we play music, we have a stage. Um, we, the picnics in the orchard are such an easy, nice date thing to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, it just feels like in, a, in, in, in today's world, everyone is busy mm-hmm. and they are craving something simple right that's that's what we want to be God, that's so beautiful
0: it just seems very holistic very community driven like creating this sense of community and that seems very obvious just from walking around in here you know there's this Thank sort of like there are instruments on the wall over there you have like Books and like all of your product like i I noticed the the sign for the bakery. And Is that a new development? Like is that something you guys have done in the past? Or?
1: We've always sold like fried pies mm, okay. you know, Always like like we call them Slappy Mama Slappy Mama good. They're awesome. Old-fashioned fried pies like Mamaw would make in the iron skillet okay. but um, May decided she wanted to do a full-fledged bakery and so we'll have the bagels the pies the mm-hmm. cakes all all the way around and our long-term goal is to have something simply called the table oh, cool. and some shifting of things and it would be one long farm table one sitting per night for dinners and it's all fresh and all gathered within 30 miles and to set menu because you don't know, when you would go over to a friend's house you didn't call and make a request of what to have <laughs> for dinner you, you went You sit down at the table and you enjoyed what was cooked for you. So that's our thing to do on um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Long term is to just have the one big meal, set menu of local foods uh, prepared, and we'll
0: see how it goes. That's so cool. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, and continuing that, like really beautiful, like
0: community-driven idea. That is that is absolutely stunning. I think and I think rare as well. I think that that's not something in a lot of ways is something that. You're trying to preserve that has been something that has kind of like gotten off the radar of most people in terms of like the way that they view community and being around, like for music and for movie night and for a huge table spread for yeah. this, like a local area. I think that's that's incredibly beautiful. I think rare, or maybe not rare. No, maybe not it, so it's, rare it's, as it's,
1: rare. <laughs> yeah. It's getting more rare. I've, I've always said that Appalachia has been the land of the forgotten. And if you keep going back, I mean, you see, I mean, I think, was it Time did something and and the New York Times back in the 30s and 40s did, they would send people here to do interviews and they would interview us and then there would be a, oh, we need to help or we need to do this. And then people would disappear. We don't need help, we have each Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. and community anywhere, but here in Appalachia is usually tight very tight-knit mm-hmm. and we take care of each other you know James up the road just had a baby you got to mm-hmm. take him food uh, so mama don't have to cook right. and when there's a death that is how you take them food you mm-hmm. pack their refrigerator so they don't have to think about anything um, we have to look out for one another mm-hmm. not just community we, we, we really need to do that as just human beings yeah agreed but It's one of the reasons I I love it here. I grew up here, was raised here, and my son moved, um, lives in Nashville now, and he always wonders, you know, why do you stay, Dad? You know, your your views are a little different than others around you, but it's the beauty, the sense of community, and I know right now, if I needed anything, all I've got to do is step out on this road, and they would give me the shirt off their back, and I'd do the same.
0: It's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Walking in and the smell of like dried herbs and like sage and uh, it's just stunning. You can smell it? Yeah, okay. oh absolutely.
1: Yo, we live upstairs. You guys probably can't, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we, so when, when the youngest graduated, moved off to college, um, we sold the house during that crazy boom when it was awesome mm-hmm. for sellers mm-hmm. and we moved upstairs. It's a little 750 square foot apartment and it's perfect yeah, so we, we, we kinda lose the the scent. Makes um, sense. <laughs> but everyone says it smells wonderful. And it does. I've worked a lot of jobs. Okay, done a lot of different yeah. things. And when you work with the public, you always run into some folks that don't make the day great. Sure. Yeah. This last season was a record season for us, even though we had a the worst apple crop in sixty something years we had a record year and only one negative customer it was people just they were so nice
0: that's incredible that's something to be said that's a big that's a big deal yeah. <laughs> that's a really big deal
1: but how could you be here and how could you be in those trees and be stressed Agreed. I don't know that is a, a very good question <laughs> but, you know I'm, I'm not a religious person but I grew up in the church on the hill and I don't I don't go anymore but there's something about being around here that, that, that it sticks in you mm. and it may not be the doctrine it may not be anything but you know love your fellow man and I remember being teenage years the church didn't have uh, heat and air mm. and so they would open the windows on Sundays and I loved the trees and Lord I hated the preaching but I would sneak out of church, and I would come down into the trees and sit, and I know mama and daddy probably knew what I was doing, but I would sit in just below the rise at the top of the orchard. There's my, one of my favorite places, and I would sit there, and those old songs would drift out through the windows when they were singing, and it would just cascade down over the orchard. Now that, now that, that was spiritual for me.
0: Beautifully said. Thank set. you. Yeah, beautifully said. Thank man. you. for Thanks for sitting down with us. And oh, this, this has been doing us wonderful. A you guys are awesome. awesome. Thank you. I think you guys are awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> for more information on what Luke and the Folkopothic folks are up to, check them out at folkopothic.com or in person at the Deep Roots Orchard in McKaysville, Georgia. There, you won't find giant crowds or a rushed atmosphere, and that's exactly how they want to keep it. Simple, real family traditions. Just a small slice of Appalachian heaven nestled on a hillside down a little country road. This has been an installment of our Meet the Maker series on the wonderful group.